What's up, everybody? Hey, so Texan Connection number two coming up right now. In this episode, me and Matt talked about male relationships, uh, having meaningful relationships with uh, your friends and, and making friends. Uh, we talked about the conditioning that we have as we grow up, uh, you know, possibly as introverts like like he and myself both are, right? Um, we talk about some, some daddy issues. Because guess what? Men have daddy issues too, right? And sometimes they uh, impact our ability to have meaningful relationships with other men and uh believe it or not we had an earthquake right in the middle of the damn podcast so uh texas connection number two coming up stay tuned the opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and not of dod or any of its components take me to the going on matt the day in paradise bro dude i like your hat man yeah I like yours I yeah you know, I mean, <laughs> uh, you know millie millie gave me shit about it she was like uh she's like uh texan connection that's kind of cheesy yeah right, right? Uh, yeah. i was like whatever dude okay <laughs> i was like that shit is clever as fuck okay Anyways, um, so hey man, um, you know, uh, I'm pretty excited to talk about what we're gonna talk about tonight. Yeah, yeah, we've been uh, kind of noodling on it uh, for the last few days. Um, yeah, I mean, male relationships, right? Mm. Why are they so hard? Why is it so hard to make friends? Why don't I have any friends? <laughs> I ain't got no friends. I ain't got no friends, man. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I got to credit my wife for prompting this conversation because we, yeah. were, we were actually having a discussion last week. Uh, we went out for my birthday and, um, you know, we were just, we were just, I don't even remember how it came up, but we were just both kind of in a place where we were like, why don't we have any friends? You know, because we're not from, we, we live yeah. in Fort Worth. Neither yeah. of us are from Fort Worth, right? So our close-knit familial friends are not here, right? She's from back in LA. I'm from down around Houston, you know, and yeah, it's, you know, I'm, I'm 41 now. Yeah. It's hard to make friends, man. And like, I mean, uh, both you guys are transplants to Texas, right? Yeah. You know, well, and, um, I mean, I'm Texas. I, I'm born and raised in Texas, Texas. But I mean, when you're six hours away from your home, you're basically in another. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so transplants to where you're at now, right? And um, I mean, that's hard, right? So uh, it, it, we're gonna get into the meat of it, but you know, um, I have experience with this. You know, you know, in the Navy, you, you transfer between duty station and duty station and duty station. Right. And so every time you're, 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 you know, you get there and you may or may not know somebody that, that you knew from like a previous duty station. Um, but more often than not, you don't really know anybody. Right. And so it's like, Oh, hey, like, Hey guys, um, I'm Dean. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
nice to meet you and now let's get to know each other and uh but you, you do it over and over and um but you know in 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 your in your case like you transplant to a place and it's like you know i've got i've got the people that i work with i got my family that like, like my immediate family but i don't have like the extended family i don't have you know, a lot of like, uh, connection points kind of thing. Right. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's network effect, right. You don't have many nodes in your network. Right. right, right, right. And, um, you know, we're both self-employed, right. And yeah. not to make this about us, but this is just our experience, right. We're both self-employed and, you know, um, she actually makes friends with clients sometimes, right. She, she right. becomes friends with clients cause she, you know, something happens when you go into a salon, it's like you're in a, a therapy session. Right. So they get into it. Right. Me and my customers, we never see each other again. Right. And yeah. like, so, um, so I don't, you know, the people that I'm interacting with that are new people coming into my world, you know, it's, it's very transactional. Right. I mean, we're there to service them and, and take care of them, but it's, it's like, okay, we fixed your house. We're going on down the road. Right. Yeah. Um, and as far as my employees, right. Like you, you have to draw a line on personal and business relationships, right? Because yeah. uh, blurring that line can, can just put you in uncomfortable situations down the line. Um, so yeah, it's just, uh, it's one of those things that, you know, like I said, we were talking about it and I really started uh, thinking about what it was like, why are you and I friends? Right. And yeah. my buddy, Adrian, why are we friends? Right. And I think it's funny that, um, you know, both of, or not both, but two of my closest friends, I started out not particularly liking them, right? <laughs> like, like we talked about this, right? I know. You started yeah. working at, you started working at Papado's. You were like this new cocky dude that like became manager. And I was, yeah. what the fuck is this? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, um, I know, I know you got a lot of thought, right? But I, I, I'm going to interrupt it. And. Um, I'm gonna let because, you finish. <laughs> you can finish when I'm done, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like real talk. Uh, so just kind of backtracking. So the kind of the theme of this podcast is, um, and you, you might have said it before, but just to reemphasize is um, meaningful and healthy uh, relationships between men. Right. And um, so what you just said, you know, uh, not to psychoanalyze you or anything like that, but, um, you know, like, you know, your two best friends, you were in some respect kind of like in competition with them, like off right. the bat. And then and right. then you grew to, to enjoy their company and like respect them. Right. And right. Uh, and. Um, you know, we're going to get into the fact that we, you know, we talked to, we talked to a therapist before we actually did this podcast, yeah. right? like, you know, and, uh, and one of the things that she talked about was like, how are you conditioned as men? And, and, uh, and one of the ways you're conditioned as men is that you're in constant competition with other, other men. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The competitive nature of men is, a real thing right yeah and it's in 
it's ingrained in us. And, you know, that's an internal struggle. I think when you, when you meet a new dude, right. Whether it's your wife's yeah. friend's husband, or, you know, you meet some dude at the gym or whatever, like you're automatically sizing each other up without even yeah. realizing, right. Just the, mm -hmm. the niceties of conversation, right. What do you do for a living? Oh, I do such and such. Oh, cool. Ready to make shit right like that's like, you know what i'm saying like yeah those, those are the those are like the types of just like natural internal conversations that get had right and so it's hard i think for men to um to overcome that right and amanda the therapist we talked to uh you know she mentioned that you know the energy between um masculine and feminine uh, energies is different, right? Masculine yeah. energy is brute force, right? We want to, we want to win. We want to overpower. We want to provide. We want to like argh, conquer, right? Yeah. Women is more, it, it, the feminine energy is more introspective and more flow and connection and yeah. observing and listening, yeah. right? That's why, you know, men never listen to their, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a constant struggle because it's, it's not in our nature. Right. And so yeah. when you, when you take that out of like your, your marital relationship, right. And you put it in like, okay, how do I, how do I bring these types of, you know, introspection and, and understanding mm. into my relationships when I meet men, right. It becomes this whole like uncomfortable thing. Right. <laughs> it's it like, does, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, um, we don't want to appear weak, Right. right. Like that's, that's kind of the, the, the male perspective is like, I'm not going to show this guy, this, you know, that, that I'm going to open up. Right. That's it. Right. Like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to show this guy my hand. Right. Cause he, he, I don't know, man, maybe it goes back to some prehistoric thing. Like this dude trying to take my, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you trying to move in on me. You know, yeah, exactly. It's you know? just this, it's an ingrained, like, I mean, it's a survival mechanism from right. way back, way back, you know, like, right, 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 right. And it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's a survival mechanism, it's a defense mechanism, right? It's why people are tribal. It's why people are all, I mean, people, you should be suspicious, right? You yeah. know, you should have boundaries, but you should have boundaries without shutting out opportunities. Right. right. Yeah. And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, there's the preface for kind of what we're going to talk about, uh, you know, uh, on this episode. Um, so uh, talking to the audience right now. So Matt is much more organized than me. And so like when we were talking to Manda, um, he took notes and, and I was just like, hey, Manda, <laughs> let's do uh, this. Is so nice to talk to you kind of thing. And uh, Matt was like, yeah, I got some notes. Right. And um, and so I, I think that like we'd like to structure this this podcast to say, hey, here's some things that, um, you know, that that we recognize as um, issues that prevent us from having meaningful and uh, like healthy and productive productive is probably the wrong. See, I, I, you went down, I like it went down that road, right? Like not productive, like, you know, healthy relationships with our, our like our fellow men type thing. And um, uh, like you kind of like took some notes and, and so I'm gonna let you kind of lead the, lead the conversation here, Matt. 
Yeah. I mean, I think it kind of comes down to things we've already touched on, right? Like identifying some problem areas, some, some things that men just do by default. Right. And yeah. one of those is, is guarding that energy, right. Guarding that, that forceful, like, like you said, you don't want to show your hand, right. You don't want to open up because, you know, it can open you up to being vulnerable. Right. And, and what does that mean in today's modern world that, well, that doesn't mean that some dude's moving in to steal your stash of food that you got hidden in your right. cave. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it means that it may not result in a favorable outcome, right? You may put yourself out there and this guy's just looking at you like fucking weirdo. Like, what are you talking about? You know, like those are the fears that men have, right? It's not, it's not about like anything bad's going to happen. Like I beat this dude at a, at a, you know, Halloween party or whatever. We're all just kind of mingling or whatever. Right. Like I'm not worried about that, but I'm like in the back of my head, like I'm sizing this dude up, right? Like I'm, I'm deciding like, is this, is this someone that like, I, a, do I like them? Am I responding to their energy? Right. And that, that got brought up the other day too. And it's kind of the other thing is, is energy, right? Like there's, there's a certain like vibration that people put off. There's a certain mm. like, and it's not about being like amped up or like super mellow. Like I'm friends with people that are super mellow, but they have a internal, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but like they, they put off an energy. It's like, okay, this dude is ambitious, right? Like he, like, like, you know, yeah. you talk to some dudes and they're just like bumps on a log, right? They're just like trying to talk to them. They're just like, it's like, I can't, I can't operate like that. Right. Like if I'm going to, yeah. if I'm going to take time away from my family and my businesses yeah. to spend time with another person, I don't need to be getting anything out of it. Right. I don't need to be like gaining or anything like that, but like, I want to make sure we're on the same like wavelength. Right. Yeah. yeah. I want to associate with people that have that fire inside or have, you know, something that they're working on or, or whatever the case may be, because that's where I think that's where like the true connections come. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, it just goes on another point that I, I, I saw another uh, person make the other day. They were, they were on their podcast um and it's like you know do you have friends or do you have business associates as an adult Mm. in the business world right right because if if you are working on something you're working on like take your podcast for instance right like if someone's not actively helping you right like reaching out providing content to you connecting you with people they think may be interesting to your right. show or giving you tips on production or whatever the case may be right if they're not actively involved they're not really like your friend right because like <laughs> this yeah. is your passion right this is yeah. just something you're, you're just doing you're not making money from this you're not doing this to replace your career right but like right. it's something that's important to you right right with me it's it's my businesses right if, if, if I meet someone and I tell them about what's going on and they're like, Oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. That's awesome. And then I never hear from them again. Like, obviously like there's no connection there. Right. But like yeah. if I meet someone and they reach out to me and they're like, Hey, I really enjoyed our conversation the other night. Yeah. And I thought of someone that could be a benefit to you. I just want to make an introduction. Like to yeah. me, that's like a check mark. Like I'm going to, I'm going to return the favor for that dude. And like, th- that's where like meaningful connections happen is around whatever energy is spinning in your, your yeah. individual world, like how can they come together? So I think yeah, that's man. hard to encapsulate and it's hard to like target and like go after, but I think it's something that like um, we subconsciously recognize in other people, 
And if we subconsciously recognize something, that means we can consciously also train ourselves to be aware of that and let it be a trigger. Like when you meet someone be like, Oh, you know what? Maybe I should have that beer with that guy. Right. Like maybe I should, whatever, join their game. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Right. So I, like I, I hear everything you're saying. It, 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 like, actually it's like, it's going be fucking fired up. Right. So, but I'll try to temper my excitement and what, like, so I'm hearing everything you're saying and it's kind of this thing where you, um, you know, you, you, you meet somebody and it's like, you know, like we're on the same page in that, you know, it might be business or it might be like, Hey man, let's, let's like do this thing. Um, you know, um, and like, I don't know, man, sometimes you just, you just meet dudes. Right. And there's no, there's no fear of like, Oh, this dude's trying to get at me or whatever. It's just like, let's, let's, let's get it right. Let's, let's go after it. Let's do this. And, um, and I think that that's, um, you know, that that's probably like, kind of like we were talking about, it's kind of like a primal kind of urge, right? Like, Hey man. Oh, like, Oh, you like, you like, (laughs) you like what I like. Yeah. Fucking let's ride, man. You know? And, uh, um, yeah, sometimes it, I think sometimes it comes down to those initial, like just gut feelings, right? Like, yeah, like gut feelings, but I think it also, um, comes down to kind of another bullet point on the list is like, what are your values, right? Like yeah. who are you as a person? Right. And yeah, meeting, meeting people that align with those values can be difficult. So I got baptized last year. Right. And mm. faith has become a bigger part of my life than it ever has before. Right. Yeah. And that kind of clashes with some of the knucklehead things I used to do back in the day. Yeah. Right. And, but those knucklehead things that I used to do back in the day are still like, part of me right like there's still like those energies kind of like swarm around inside of me so sometimes it's hard to like i cuss a lot right i love jesus but i cuss a lot yeah and so like it it can be hard to reconcile reconcile the differences you may have in values or criteria for your relationships or things that you're specifically looking for in people and then people you meet that you just have that gut gut check reaction to you're like dude i could totally hang out with this dude. Like for me, some of those gut check, those gut reactions are not great. Like I've met people that like immediately I connect with because they, they resonate with something, Mm. something, right. That's not necessarily a healthy part of my psyche. Right. Right. It's not really a healthy part of my life. And I immediately like gravitate towards them. And I have to like check myself and be like, you know what, dude, like I cannot hang out with this dude. It might tap in, it might tap into some of those like, younger um not so healthy yeah just things things that that you you had yeah well not necessarily urges it's just like things that resonate with you right like yeah like you know when i used to go out a lot right when i was single and young you know i used to go to the bar and hang out and just be like super free spirit and all that stuff like meeting someone that's still in that world right now i might be like i might gravitate towards that right but like yeah. I also have to check that with my current criteria for like right. relationships and right. like, how is this going to fit into like my actual life? Right. Yeah. I can't hang out with you, bro. Like I'm not going to be at the bar every night. Yeah. Right? Like, 100%. Gonna... Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that, uh, you know, um, 
we talked to Amanda and, and, and so like, you know, one thing she talked about, which it was great to talk to her, um, because you and I consider and talk about these things and kind of like, you know, pontificate all night. Right. <laughs> you know, word there. <laughs> it's going to be in every episode pretty much. Right. <laughs> um, but one of the, one of the things that she talked about was that, you know, she, she talked about what do you value and like, uh, what is your conditioning, which really resonated with me. Um, you know, and, and so like, um, she, she kind of talked about, um, it's hard to make friends as a man if if you're just trying to make friends or, or or you know establish meaningful relationships in your workplace right like that that's not enough right like your your workplace is your workplace and and so then you know she kind of talked about like hobbies and like um you know the things that you do outside of work which is going to get into something that we're going to talk about probably you know, on the next time when she's going to be, um, um, you know, a, a guest on our podcast, um, spoiler alert, we're going to have a therapist on our podcast. Um, but it's getting real homie. It's getting real. Earthquake. 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 I haven't felt it yet, but I'm going to keep this rolling, homie. Hey, we yeah. talk about two nights ago. We had a, a almost an eight. I saw play, that. Right? Yeah. I was laying in bed. <laughs> and I just started hitting, and I was like, oh, shit. There it goes. Oh, shit. Yeah, I see your bookcase behind you. Yeah. I was going. I was going pretty good. That's so wild, man. I don't like this, man. <laughs> so, hey, we're going to keep it rolling, though, man. Yeah, man. There's something real eerie about the earth moving underneath you. <laughs> like, yeah, you can talk about meaningful male relationships all you want until <laughs> until your, your fucking house starts moving. Yeah. All right. Wow. Um, I think we're done. Okay. Anyways, so Amanda was like, uh, you know, it, it, you know, it's about your conditioning, and then you kind of talked about like men are force and women are flow, right? Yeah. And uh, um, you know, like uh, I, I, I don't know, man. It's 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 hard for us to find that connection, right? Like, right. Uh, for me, yeah. it's 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 kind of easy, mm-hmm. and I, I'll explain that later. But um, I can only imagine for like, especially guys that, you know, that, that don't like stay where they're from, like you, right? Um, right. And, and uh, also like you've done it, you, you've been dropped, you've got practice under your belt, right? Like you've right. been dropped into however many duty stations you're, you're at now, right? And you're, you're very transient in your, your you know, relationships. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. You know, you met yeah. a lot of people. Right. Um, I'm an only child, self-employed, father of three, husband, you know, like, yeah, I don't get, I don't have time to do shit. Right. And so, yeah. And and I feel like a lot of men 
are in that position, you know, maybe not the exact same setup as me, but a lot of men, they don't get practice meeting, you know, like literally being forced to meet new people. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to like change a job and like go start. It's another thing to like uproot your whole family, move to another part of the globe and like be immersed in a whole different like support system. Well, so not only do they not get the practice, but um, in society, there's not value on it. Right. Right. Not, there, like, like there, there is a value on, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to like gender discriminate kind of thing. Right. You know, but um, there's a value on like, you know, if a woman moves to a new place, like one of the main things that's super important to them is they need to make like friends that are in their social network because that is what kind of like makes them happy. Right. Right. But if a man moves to a new place, it's like, you know, what's your job? How much money are you making? Do you have a house? Right. It's right. like, it's, it's this very practical kind of idea. It's not about like, do you, you know, do you, even when I say it, it's like, do you feel comfortable? Do you have <laughs> friends? Right? right. You know, but like those things are so important. Right. But yeah. we just don't value them as men, which is, crazy right yeah i mean it's it's part of the constructs of society right like it's just yeah. it's just how things go right and like i don't want to get me started on the whole gender topic but like men and women have different roles in the world sorry they do yeah, of course right? they do. And of course there's exceptions to every rule but like we are conditioned as men women are conditioned as women it's as right. simple as that right we don't yeah. even blur it the line but like men are raised to provide they're raised to be strong they're raised to walk it off they're raised to don't cry like be tough right and that's fine those are tools that you need to like make it in the world right Right. but there's a downside to that there's a there's a a dark side of the moon to that and it's you know it doesn't really prepare you to um you know be an open spouse right or be like someone that talks about your feelings yeah yeah be an open person to like make meaningful relationships with other people. Right. And um, some people that comes like super easy to them. Right. Like I know guys that like, they're just those forces of nature. They just walk in a room. They can meet anybody and mm. talk to them, open up, remember their name three years from now when they see him again, you know, like yeah. that's not the norm. Right. That's not, that's not average Joe. And yeah. so, um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to just go around in circles, but I think, you know, it's important to kind of like identify those so that you can be aware of them. Right. And not just be mm-hmm. like, oh, whatever. I don't know why I don't have a bunch of friends, whatever. But I think it's important to understand that like we have that competitive nature, we guard our energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may even be like an introvert. Right. Um, we have certain criteria for our relationships that we're seeking. Right. And being aware of all that, if it's important to you, like can prepare you to, change some things and, and, you know, put yourself out there. So, uh, so let me ask you this question, Matt. Um, you know, so, uh, how much, how much do you think that our, our dad has to do with this? And I'll, and I'll, before, before we go into this, right. Let me talk about my dad. Right. So, uh, my dad, I, I was the, the last kid of, um, his second marriage. Right. So I was number, um, six, right. 
And, um, you know, he was 49 when I was conceived. Right. And, um, and, you know, we, we, we had like a mild relationship. I mean, I love him. Right. He's dead right now, you know, whatever, but I, I fucking love that guy. Right. And, uh, he, he was a good dad in my mind, but, um, you know, like, what did he teach me about being a man in a sense that like what we're talking about, which is like, how do you, how do you know, like I had almost no connection with him until yeah. the last 10 years of his life. And even then it was a, you know, a timid relationship. Right. I mean, I, we never really like talked in like, Right. You know, does that make sense? And so, like, I think 100%. that, I think that, like, you know, I'm I'm not a psychologist, man, but it, it kind of feels like, um, you know, we we we're, we're conditioned by our fathers, kind of thing. Does that make sense? Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, it's got to come from somewhere, right? Like, yeah. it's not, you know, it's not, it's not an accident, right? And so, yeah. I mean, it may, maybe unintentional, but it's it's where you get it from, right? Yeah. And like my dad. You know, my parents got divorced when I was about four. He lived in the same town, about 15 minutes outside of town. Um, and, you know, I saw him every other weekend and we had a great relationship growing up. Um, but it didn't really get deep and meaningful until I was in my mid 20s. Right? right. Until after I got out of the Navy, I came home. Right. Like some real shit had happened to me. And, and now he could now he felt like he could be valuable to me because I'm sure right. growing up he was like, I don't know, go pick up sticks and, cut grass and <laughs> I got work to do, you know, like I get it. Yeah. But as far as like, you know, seeing his patterns of relationships with other people, like he had, he had close friends. Well, let me, let me put it this way. He had friends that were also business associates that he had done business dealings with and they became friends and yeah. they all hung out and whatnot. But like, I could tell they weren't like super deep. Yeah. Friendships because of the way he would talk about them behind closed doors. Right. Mm. Like, like, yeah, we hang out, but hey, he's kind of he drinks yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, we yeah. hang out, but he's a little crazy or what you know what I mean? It wasn't ever right. like, oh, I love that dude, man. Like, like that dude. That's my old. dude. I love that yeah. dude. Kind it was never, it was never that, right? And then like as they got older, you know, they used to be they used to go out, they used to, you know, go dancing on the weekends, him and my stepmom. And uh appeared to be social butterflies, right? Like they were just out there, right? Right. But then later on in life, when they got a little older, the truth came out. And my dad was basically a hermit. He was like, I don't give a damn about anything. People like, what, we see him, you know, you see him out on Friday night or whatever. Like we're not, you know, close, yeah. you know, because my stepmom would always give him shit. Why don't we ever go out anymore? Why don't we ever do anything? <laughs> yeah. What do we need to do, right? So it, yeah. it just kind of set a pattern in me that like those things aren't important, right? What's important is keeping your head down, Providing right. for your family, right? Making sure your shit's in order, making yeah. sure you're not prioritizing the wrong things, right? Like that's where my head went, and like it worked because that's where I am now, you know. Right. Like I literally like I'm like laser guided, yeah. Um, and to my detriment sometimes, right? Like even with yeah. my, my wife, I gotta like be intentional about like stopping work, right, and like turning it off and and being present yeah. in my relationship, right? And um, yeah. Yeah. It's through it's through those exercises that I've realized some things about myself, like why I don't have any friends, right? And like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey old boy, oh, hey, 
if nothing else comes out of this podcast, I fucking love you. You're my fucking <laughs> dude. Like arms around you. No homo. <laughs> like I love you, dude. You know that, right? I love you too, bro. And like we have that, we have that relationship, right? Yeah. And yeah. and and I want I want to make this point too, right? The point yeah. of this podcast is not this episode is not to be all kumbaya and like nah. you need to go out there and fucking find your your bro soulmate, right? Like that's <laughs> that's not what this is yeah. about, right? Yeah, because those relationships aren't meant to be plenty, right? Like you're not supposed to have like yeah. 20 best friends, right. right? Right. But there's some people out there that might not even have one, right? Or like, yeah. or, 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 you know, yeah. I have a couple, but like, it would be super awesome if I had one in the town I lived in, you know? You just got to be just open like, to it. You got to be open to the possibility of it, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's, you know, this dude that you hang out with or whatever, but you know, for whatever reason, not for whatever reason, because of your conditioning, because of your experiences in life, because of, you know, these X, Y, Z reasons, um, you know, maybe you have put up a a barrier to say like, Hey man, yeah, let's go have a beer. Um, you know, let's hang out, like let's talk, but let's not get too fucking deep. Right. Like, uh, you know, Hey, I'm going to keep it really fucking real right now. Right. Like your dude, you know, somebody, somebody that like you're cool with push, puts their, puts their arm around you and like gives you, you know, one of these, right. It's like, "Mm, I don't know. You like that homie. Right. Whereas (laughs) like, like if, if I were to like pull you in, like if I see you, like, I'm going to see you this summer. Right. You know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna give you a big fucking hug, right? I'm gonna give you a big hug, like, yo, dude, I have like I missed you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've known you for 20 years, right? But like if 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 a you know if if a dude that like you're trying to build a, a, a you know a healthy like friendship, like meaningful yeah, that's a boundary there. <laughs> right. But but like why? Like what, you know, you know, if homeboy puts his arm around you, like, dude, I fucking love you kind of thing. Right. And you're like, you know, if you kind of shy away from, I don't know, man, like, I don't know you like that. Like, I think that goes into, you know, guarding your energy and, you know, um, and not wanting to, to seem weak or vulnerable or, you know, um, whatever the case may be. Right. And, and, you know, I think, I think that varies from person to person. Like I'm a hugger, bro. Like, you know, I don't care. Like I I don't, I don't, I don't really like have a stigma in my head about it. Now, if I don't like you and you're obnoxious douchebag and you try and hug me, I'll probably, you probably get an elbow in your side. You know, like back up, man. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Good, (laughs) You know, if it's, if it, you know, if it's just a normal situation, but yeah, I know what you're saying, but like, yeah, yeah, man, it's, um, it's more, I, I kind of alluded to a minute ago, you know, having to confront some of these things in my actual relationship has made me realize, yeah. uh, you know, it doesn't stop there. Right. It kind of extends into every facet yeah. of my life, like yeah. how I create connections with people. I right. talked about this with a business associate of mine because he is a connector, bro. Like TJ Ware, man, like he, he connects people. Right. And he yeah. loves it. It, it, yeah. it. it brings him joy. Right. Yeah. Me. I'm like, I shy away from, from making those connections or putting myself out there for 
all kinds of reasons. And those are internal, right? And I need to yeah. need to recognize those right. and confront those just like you would any other like hard thing in your life. Any yeah. fear, any, you know, shortcoming, any, you know, whatever it is, yeah. you got to confront it, right? And to confront it, you have to be intentional about it. And you have to be like right. aware of it when it happens. So like, you know, I've had, I've had guys that, you know, were friends of either my wife's friend or husbands of my wife's friends or whatever the case, you know, mm. reach out and be like, Hey, we need to go grab a beer sometime. Or we need to go play golf or whatever. It's like, yeah, 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 we do. Yeah. But the phone call never gets made. Right. And like, yeah. they, they put it out there to extend the invite. Yeah. I didn't return it with a follow-up. Right. Why yeah. didn't I return it? Right. Did I so not we, we talked about five? this with Amanda. Right. And, and, um, so it, it, she talked about it, but I, I have some experience and, um, you know, um, I don't know, personality tests. Um, so I've been doing this Navy thing long enough that, uh, as I, as I moved into leadership positions, I, I've done multiple like personality tests, right? Yeah, uh, sure. there's the Meyer Briggs, uh, test and there's like a more advanced one that I did. And, um, and without fail, I'm an introvert, right? Without fail. Right. And, um, I tell people that and, and they're, they're like, what? You're not a fucking introvert. I'm like, uh, trust me. I am. Um, and, and, and just real quick before getting to kind of the main point of this is I think a lot of people, uh, misinterpret what an introvert is, right? when people hear introvert, they think it's, it's, you know, it's this person like sits around and plays like, you know, video games and doesn't mess with people. Right. right? And that's not what an introvert is. An introvert is a person that gets their energy, right. They recharge by being alone. Right. I can do, I can do all the things I can be around people. Actually, I enjoy it. I enjoy being around people and like kind of being that like life of the party kind of person. Right. But when I'm done with it, yeah, I'm exhausted. I am exhausted. I just want to go home, watch some Netflix and be by myself, read a book, like collect my thoughts. And that's how I, I re-energize. Right. And so right. when we talk about an introvert, like that, that's what it means. That's, that's where you get your energy, right? Like I get my energy from being alone. Right. And I think that, you know, um, like if you are an introvert, then um, making, making new valuable friends is super hard, man. Yeah. I can be around all these people and I actually, I enjoy being around these people, but sure. if I want to bring them into my, like, like my, like circle, mm, then that's, that's like, that's a hard step kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, yeah, I mean, and, I, and I'm an introvert, right? Like, yeah, like I said, I was raised an only child. I spent my childhood alone, right? Not, not alone, right? I had friends and I had, you know, you poor bastard, around, right? But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, like when you think of like your time at home, right? Like your time in your zone, right? Yeah. In your, your yeah. bubble, right? That you right. spend with your family, your mom, yeah. your dad, your sisters, your brothers. Yeah. If you don't have siblings, if it's just like, it was just me and my mom, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of time, thinking by myself in my room, playing video games, looking at my baseball cards, whatever I was doing, I was doing it by myself. I didn't have a brother or a sister coming in and bugging me and 
fucking up my harmony and, you know, like doing all this stuff. So like those connections and those like deal with this situation in this way, because like someone just busted up in my room. Right. Like, yeah. I got to play with them or whatever the case may be. Like those are, those are environmental things that happen to you as a child. Right. And so Amanda touched on this, like, how are you brought up? Right. And so, yeah. um, yeah, so, you know, being going outside of your comfort zone if you're an introvert and and you know i don't mind being around people like i don't mind like i mean i go to networking events strike up conversations with people but um it's it is definitely not like my comfort zone right some people that's where they live in their comfort yeah. zone is yeah. being around people and being part of the chain of energy right yeah. my comfort zone our comfort zone is yeah. sitting in the recliner relaxing watching your favorite show or just like turning your mind off for a second right yeah that's like that's so yeah. yeah so so doing these types of things it has to be that's why i keep saying like you have to kind of be intentional about yeah what it is what it is you're seeking out right and like yeah if something's not happening between me and another person it's probably because i'm not letting it happen right like if they invited me for a beer and then or they invited me to go play golf Right. And it's been two years and we haven't played golf, but we still talk every now and then. That's kind of on me. Right. And yeah. so like, I got to look and yeah. see, like, why am I shutting down? Like, is it something about this person or is it just like, I don't really want to like put the energy into it or am I scared of something or if, am I, am I scared? I'm going to put energy into it. And it's just going to like, kind of like not be anything anyway. So why waste right. the time? Right. You know, it's those types of thoughts that like, you know, you got to get out of your head and it's not just about relationships. That's anything in life, right? Like if you want to do something, do it. If you don't, it's your fault. Right. So. Yeah. 100% um, man. Like I think that, um, so I have recently, I'm going to say recently, probably in the last six months or so. Um, yeah. And, and, and way before that, but like really putting it into practice, right? Like, um, uh, you get kind of touchy feely, right? Like we talk about this idea of negative self-talk, right? Hey, that's a, that's a thing, right? Like, um, and, and it's really simple things, right? Like, um, like tonight, for example, um, you know, I had, uh, an event that I had to go to none of my, you know, people that I work with were necessarily involved in it you know, but because of my, my role here, um, like I'm expected to go. Right. Sure. And I had to put on like a formal uniform, uh, the whole thing. And it, it was kind of a pain in the ass, honestly. Right. And like real talk, do I want to do it? Hell no, man. I want to sit down and watch, uh, Picard, which is, uh, on episode three, cause I'm a Trekkie. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> episode three. All <laughs> right. Like, that's what I wanted to do. Right. But I, I, I knew that it's going to sound like, Oh my God, like you're so tortured that you had to do. That's not what I'm saying. Right. Like I knew that it was my responsibility. And, um, and there, there's things like that, you know, kind of throughout and, um, and, and, and the negative self-talk that I'm talking about is like, that tells you like, Oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, this is going to suck. Oh, this is going to be terrible. Right. And, and you, you like, you tell the yourself those things and maybe it's like, Oh man, I, you know, th th like this dude's pretty cool, man. We had a good conversation. He wants to go play golf. And you get this, like, even if it's like 
you know, if anxiety is 100, maybe you get like 3% anxiety, right? Like, oh, man, like he's new and I got to have this like conversation with him, 18 holes. That's like five hours. I got to hang around this dude, right? And so you get this like anxiety about like being around somebody especially another another man right like that, yeah. that like that's i don't know this motherfucker right and right. uh and you get this anxiety this anxieties and you got to find this place where you just like stop like it's you got to recognize like yeah what are you doing dude like stop what you're doing just go like, play golf <laughs> Brett, go play golf man go play yeah. golf go play yeah. golf go to the event go have some beers with this dude what is the worst that can happen? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and you just go do it. Right. And you just go do it. And, and who knows, man, maybe you make a connection with somebody that you're like, Oh shit, man. Like I kind of like this fucking dude. You know what I mean? Um, and it's, it's not in a, uh, in a weird way or whatever. Right. It's like, Hey man, like maybe, maybe, Maybe me and this dude can be like homies. Like I, I can hit him up when I need something or we can talk about like life. Um, because the way that the way that you talk about life with one of your man friends, right. Is just different than the way you talk about it with your wife or um, anybody else. Right. And sure. um, I think that the more like, you know, um, friends that are men that you're che- that are your cheerleaders, they're like, you can do this, right? I think the more the better, man, right? Yeah. And, and, and we don't do it enough for each other. We don't cheer each other on, man. Not the right. way we should, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. Um, you know, and it, and it goes back to what I said earlier, you know, if you don't have someone actively involved helping you achieve whatever goal it is or whatever priority you have in your life, if you made it known to them, right? Like, I'm not right. supposed to read your mind, right? But, like, like that's that's the level of effort that, like, a friend puts forward, right? Like, you, you yeah. want to help someone, right? I'm not saying you have to be, like, all up in their business or, you know, like, yeah, anything crazy, but, like, it's just about showing that, you know, you're invested in their well-being, right? right. Yeah. And that's just a mutual thing that happens when you make a connection with someone like, you know, being vulnerable. We keep saying being vulnerable, right? Like mm-hmm. gross, that, whatever, like, yeah. I don't want to be vulnerable. What does that even mean? But seriously, like if you open up to someone, a lot of times they'll follow your lead, right? And I know this, right? But a lot of times they're just as apprehensive about opening up Pandora's box with you as you are with them. Right. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's that sizing up, like we're both doing the same thing. Right. So like, right. you know, and I think that's the fear in, in, in men's head is that if I, you know, open up this topic of conversation or I, you know, just show my card to show my hand or show how I'm really feeling or be vulnerable or open up to this person that they're not going to reciprocate. Right. And if they don't reciprocate, that probably means they're thinking I'm a freaking weirdo and like, Mm. eh, right. Yeah. It's almost like a fear of rejection without being rejected, but like, it's that's the apprehension, right? Like that's the little micro fear that's inside every blossoming friendship. Right. Yeah. And so that's what like 
that's what I've, you know, deduced from all this, you know, introspection that we've, we've had over the last week is like, you know, I just need to like return the phone call, yeah. you know, put myself out there, yeah. start talking about some real shit, see where it yeah. goes. Right. Yeah. And if it doesn't go anywhere, like who cares, whatever, yeah. like, yeah. go back home hang out with my wife and kids you know like, 100%, right yeah like, i think that uh you know i, I am going to talk about you know the military and the navy just real quick right yeah. um so I, I i'm lucky and i'm blessed right because um you know i'm a navy chief right and in the navy when you make e7 you go through this initiation process and you know if 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 you're in a fraternity or something, you hear initiation, you think, oh, I know what that is. But it's kind of this different thing, right? Like um, where uh, we go through like a six week, like, um, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like this get to know you kind of period, right? Yeah. And uh, And when you come out of that, you have an automatic group of, people that you trust implicitly right right and 20 percent of them are shit bags right because 20 percent of any group are shit bags right oh. uh, that's, that's that's kind of the rule of life right <laughs> that means 80 percent that you have you know you have an automatic connection just based on the fact that you've been through that um right. that life event together right and um but what I'll say is that, like, if you're not in the chief's mess in the Navy, right, then I have a real hard time trusting you. Sure. Right. Yeah. Because you haven't been through that. that You've been conditioned. Right. Right. Because like, someone in the Navy figured out a long time ago that if we can put these group of dudes through this experience together and there's a common bond between them all, there will be a common bond that lasts forever. Right. Like, yes. Between a good majority of them, right? Maybe not all of yeah. them, right? You're not going to yeah. be the best friends with all of them. But like, yeah. that's how the Navy has been intentional about fostering healthy, meaningful relationships between their leadership. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that's why when it's left up to our own devices and you're an introvert, right? you're a busy dude, yeah. it doesn't happen because you're not forced into those situations because you weren't intentional. And, there, and there it is, dude. We, we, we took a long time to get to that. Right. So <laughs> that's it. Right. I felt, do you remember? Look, okay. Here it goes. This is what I do. Right. I'm going on a fucking tangent. Oh, by the way, I may have had a little bit to drink tonight. Okay. Anyway. So that was a 20 second clip of the whole thing. Uh, they'll probably pull it out and be like, Oh, Dean was drunk. But anyway, so. Do you know the part before that is where you take it out and you make your intro from that <laughs> right before that, the light bulb, where we cracked the nut, where we, where we had the breakthrough. <laughs> yeah. We cracked the nut, cut it off before Dean said, I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So remember being a kid. Um, and, um, I remember being a kid and I go to fucking, you know, my grandma's house and she had a bowl of like pecans or walnuts and it was like the metal, like cracker thing. You know what I'm talking about? You put the, yeah. It was like you, you put it in there and you crack yeah. it and you, you know, you eat the nut, right? And um, 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going, bro? Where are you going? We got nutcrackers. We got pecans. We got walnuts. <laughs> I feel like that's what we just did, right? Like, oh, we yeah. just, we we're just like, oh, shit, there it is, right? Like, um, uh, society does not have a way to um, allow for men to uh, have some common uh, commonality in their way of thinking. Right. And, um, that's probably not the answer because how do you do that? Right. Um, well, I think, you know, I think, uh, you know, there are some outlets for that, right? Like there's, uh, like, so in the roofing industry, right. There's, uh, there's a group of guys that they run, uh, a conference and a couple other, you know, things, but they do men's retreats, right. Mm. It's not a couple's retreat. It's yeah, not a, it's not an excuse to go party, right? Like right. they usually like they rent a, a badass like, you know, badass cabin on the Ozarks or or wherever, right? Like yeah. a good, nice environment for these men to go and talk about real shit, right? Like, yeah, not about how to be better marketers or be better salesmen or be better production. It's mm-hmm. how to be a better leader, how to be a better husband. Yeah, like, write your obituary and read it out loud. Right. Yeah. What would you change about, what you, yeah. you know, so there's also men's retreats like through churches and yeah. there's, um, but you have to be, you have to seek those things out. Right. Like, and right. if you're not already part of those kind of circles, right. Right. It's, it's not, it's not a thing that's like, we're not conditioned to do that. Right. Like um, it's not a normal part of society yeah. to be like, let's put 50 men in a group and like, uh, See what yeah. happens. <laughs> you know, I wonder though, and I don't, I, I haven't done any research on this, um, but uh, it occurs to me just as we're talking, like, I wonder, I wonder what the Native Americans did. Like, did, did they have this ability to, you know, bring men together? Um, or, you know, what, what did other indigenous, like, you know, peoples do, you know? Um, I mean, what did our ancestors do, uh, whether it was here or in, you know, England or wherever we're from, Germany, Ireland, Wales, right? It, it kind of feels like over time, men have become more separated from each other. And I mean, even if you look like, um, like how did, how did the American Revolution happen? Because dudes were hanging out, man. Right. They were hanging out like like hanging out like yeah, okay. Were they drinking beer? Yeah, they were drinking beer. Um, but like they had like clubs and like they they like men were um okay with being aligned and close to each other, right? And it feels like over time, like men, specifically men, have just become like further and further apart from each other like we're we're each on our own island trying to compete with each other instead of like you know maybe it was the kiwanis club or i'm not a mason but the masons right and and like there's all these things that used to unite men that were very accessible and popular and right we 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 i don't know we it feels like that's not the case anymore like like men are just kind of like on, on an island by themselves these days look at what happened with boy scouts right yeah like, dude so like 
I wasn't even a Boy Scout for that long. Right? I was just like a couple couple seasons, right? But like, yeah. um, you were you were heavily involved in. I'm an Eagle Scout. Yeah, I'm an Eagle, Eagle Scout. Scouts. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, it's tragic, like what happened with the whole organization as a whole. But I feel like things like that were good entry points for boys to learn how to become men. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they did foster that sense of community, right? right. And um, yeah, I just think as a society, we've lost that a lot, you know, yeah. lost a lot of that. And, you know, mm. everybody's on their phones, everybody's in their, their, their little bubble and they're just go, go, go. So like, yeah, it all comes down to conditioning, right? Like we're not conditioned to value those things anymore yeah. as much as we were. And yeah. I feel like the world is just becoming more and more polarized and more and more divisive, right? Like it's just, yeah. everybody's got an opinion where, you know, I mean, politics and religion have always been the center of, you know, division, but uh, it yeah. just feels feels uh, inflamed right now, right, over the past couple of cycles. Yeah. Not to, not to get into all that. Just no, like, no, no. I'm, I'm fine with talking about it, right? Um, yeah. You know, I, uh, do you know who uh, Sean Whalen is or have, have you – right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so guys like him, Andrew Frisella, um, you know, and there, there's a few of them out there, right? Like, um, I, I, I kind of feel like they're trailblazers, right? Like right. it's okay for us to cheer each other on man. Right. Yeah, you know, and I think that, um, you know, in, in our own little way, right. Like, Hey dude, like, and I've been cheering you on for 20 years, man. Like, like I want to see Matt fucking do his thing. Right. And I know, I know you, you, you reciprocate. So it's not a new thing to us, but it's kind of like, you know, if somebody's watching this right now and who knows who's watching it, but if you're watching it, right. Like, um, Hey man, like, I, you know, <laughs> I want to, if you're a man out there and you're watching this, I want to see you do your fucking thing, man. I want to see you like go hard in the paint. I want to see you do like reach the, the, the max potential that you have. Um, even, even if it's, it's in, you know, competition with me. Right. Um, a, as an example, and I'm sorry, Matt, I'm going on a rant right now. So just bear with me. Right. I've got yeah, multiple, multiple people that are doing podcasts right now. Right. Uh, you know, and, um, I want to see them be more successful than me. Right. Like I want to see them like blow the fuck up. Right. Like that's yeah. what I want to see, you know? And, and, yeah. Hey, and if I get there, I get there. Right. But like, I want somebody that I am, that I have some ability to influence. Right. I want to see them like skyrocket. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think we need, we need more of that, right? Like we got to cheer each other on, man, you know, like, let's go, let's fucking I've go. Seen it on a, I've seen it happen on a macro level within our industry, within the roofing industry, right? Like there's, there's a guy that started throwing conferences and came out with a training platform and um, kind of like initiated a renaissance in this, like really like not well thought of industry of roofers, right? Like when you right. think of a roofer, you don't think oh, yeah. of yeah. a family man, right? You think of a meth head with a shirt off, 
smoking a cigarette on the roof, right? Like that's yeah. what you think of, right? Yeah. And he did a lot. Uh, his name's Anthony Del Medico. He did a lot to kind of like elevate the industry and like bring it together as a sense of community. Because roofers used to fight out in the streets over jobs, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, storm hits, you're on my property. I've already inspected it. I already signed on. You don't see my sign on the yard. Like, let's go, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. that's how it used to be. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, I never experienced that. Like when I when I got in the industry, it kind of passed us by a little bit. But yeah. um, but now I see it in the industry where like the whole industry is a bit of a community now, right? And we yeah. all want to see each other win, right? Because a rising tide raises all ships, right? That's if you it. do well, that's better for me. If you're yeah. doing well and you're making a good name for yourself out in the community, that's good for my business because hopefully people will now change their stigma of how they're thinking about roofing companies or, or whatever the case may be. Right. And it's to the point where like when someone, you know, we have our industry Facebook groups and, and that we're all part of. And when someone like starts getting overly negative and starts like kind of like either bashing or saying just some ignorant shit, yeah, the community doesn't tolerate it. Right. Like they'll, they, 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 they will come to the defense and it's like, tens of thousands of people in this industry that are part of these groups. Right. And right. so you start to see that network effect and that community effect taking shape. So like, anyway, all that to say, there's like a macro level of that happening, but there's also, it needs to be on a micro level within our own communities. And we need yeah. to cheer each other on and be beacons of, of positivity and light and right. just bastions of like what it means to be yeah. a man and not apologizing for anything so (laughs) i I was talking to a group of uh e6s today right um uh we did this week-long kind of like um uh joint leadership uh class anyways um and and the thing that i left them with um you know it's very applicable to the military but i think that it's it's applicable to men right and what i told him was that um you know you guys and and i wasn't trying to be an asshole i just tell them right like you guys are in this place where you know um from from you know a, a, a leadership philosophy right like you guys have blinders on just just imagine like go with me on this on this trip right like you have blinders on right and those blinders only allow you to look up, right? And um, and when you know, and so all you see is the next thing that you want to get to, right? You don't see anything to your left and right or or, or down, right? And and what I told him was, I said, "Hey, man, so here here's what I need you to do, right? Like take the blinders off, first of all, like take them off, okay? And then realize, look to your left and look to your right." And those are your peers, right? Those are all the people that are in a similar situation as you in the military is the same pay grade kind of thing. Right. But you know, it applies. And so these are all your peers. Right. And then, um, I don't need you just to look left and right. I want you to look up and say, Hey man, that's where I want to go. Right. But I also want you to look down and say, Hey, these are the people that are not as successful as me. Right. These are the E5s, E4s, E3s. Um, and and, 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 and I, what I told them is, here's where you need to be, right? You need to be looking left and right. And for those people, you're going to identify people like, 
hey, that's a bad motherfucker, right? Like that dude's ready. And that guy, you need to like start pushing him up. Like, hey, man, come here. Push him on his butt, right? Like, hey, grab on the ledge. I got you, right? And then look down like, hey, man, like you're doing a good job. I'm proud of you. Like you need to be up here with me, right? Like and pull him up, right? And so, like, we all need to be doing this thing, right? Like, pushing up and pulling up, pull, pushing up and pulling up all the time. And guess what? If we're all doing that, then um, that person you pushed up, when they get there, right, they're going to look left and right. And they're like, oh, they're going to be doing the same thing. And we look down, hey, hey, Dean, you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah motherfucker, I'm ready. And they're yeah. going to pull you, right? They're going to pull you up. And then when you get there, it's just, it's like this, this cycle, right? And... It, it makes perfect sense in the military, right? But I think that it makes sense, you know, for men in society. Like, hey, man, come on, dude. Like, let's, let's, let's don't be in competition. Let's, let's like help each other. Let's, let's all yeah. elevate each other kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, that's, that's, I think it's kind of probably a good thing to close on because that's, um, that's where I'm trying to get to in life, right? Like, my goals and aspirations, of course, I want my family to be taken care of. I want to be financially secure. I don't want to have to worry about things. And, you know, if we were filthy rich, that'd be awesome. Right. Yeah. But it's more about just getting to a, a place where we're good. Right. And right. then what I want to do is turn my resources and turn my focus away from my personal, you know, um, steps forward and help other people you know, with whatever they need, right. Whether it's connections or my experience or whatever. And I think a lot of times we can lose, or I know I can lose sight that like the two aren't necessarily mutually exclusive, right? Like I don't have to do one before I can do the other. Right. And um, so, yeah, it, it just, uh, it just kind of reframes things in my head. It's, it's weird having that one conversation with Desiree just kind of changed yeah. how I'm currently viewing uh you know how i'm moving through the world right and, yeah and, and the the effect i'm having on people and the effect i'm letting people have on me yeah. um and so yes yeah, it's, it's it's good man it's 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 reframing and i hope that this conversation helps other uh men out there just kind of maybe recognize some things about themselves that they're having you know the same or similar issues or whatever like i think it's uh it's an important thing to um, recognize and address and, you know, embrace because it segues into what we're going to be talking about next time, which is personal time, me time. Yeah. What does it mean to actually like yeah. have some, some, some valuable me time? I'm not talking right. about working on the yard or, right. you know, being locked in your office. Like, what does it mean to actually like fulfill yourself? Right. Right. Or yeah. pour back into yourself. So, yeah, it's been a really good conversation, man. I, I really enjoyed it. For sure, it. man. Uh, you know, we, we talk about, um, you know, uh, you know, the next episode. Um, actually, uh, Amanda, who is going to be on um, that episode with us, uh, yeah. licensed clinical social worker, uh, re, you know, registered uh, therapist. Her husband, um, uh, is a good friend of mine, uh, Aaron Paul. And, uh, I'm sure he got this from her. Right. But what he used to tell me, um, when we worked together, he said, self-care is not selfish. Right. 
And that's a hard thing to hear for, for a man, right? Like, because sure, it sure does feel selfish sometimes, you know, yeah, when you're, when it's you're like, to provide and you're conditioned to be the, the, the yeah. lighthouse, right? It, right? It's a little, it's conflicting to, to, you know, dive yeah. into those. Things. You always so, feel yeah, like you should be doing something productive. Right. 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 But sometimes the most productive thing is um, doing something that, um, that has nothing to do with um, some tangible result, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, anyways, all right, dude. Um, speaking of meaningful relationships, I love you. I love you, dude. You bro. Yeah. Um, and I'm proud of you. And uh, uh, thank God that you you have a wife, um, you know, um, like I do, that will call you on your bullshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All day. <laughs> Everyone should hope for so much right in life. Man. I couldn't be I couldn't be with a pacifist. I, <laughs> yeah. I need someone to be like, what are you talking about, man? Hey, dude, Being an like, idiot. Uh, yeah. Um uh, yeah. She straight up told me like that. That'll be that'll be the next conversation. Like, you don't care about yourself. You care about yourself. You have friends and you go to the gym. Like, so two episodes from now, we're gonna talk about going to the gym. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah. next next topic is self care, which might get a little bit in the gym. And then then we're gonna talk about um, let, let, you know, let's go get fucking buff. Well, I can, yeah. I can talk about I can talk about that a little bit. All right. Yeah. All right, dude. All right, homeboy. I love you, man.